You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hello, citizens of The Swingdom. And if you're wondering why we look like we're on terrible green screen, it's because we are. Coming to you this week from TPC Louisiana. I am Louisiana. your host, Ben. Yep. My handicap has gone down four points and now it's gone back up three points. So in the matter of a week, my my handicap has changed by seven strokes. Well, that's because you're awful. I went from a 12 to an eight, and now I'm at a 14. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it at all. At least you once were an eight. Yes. I made it to single digits for all of four hours until I called England golf and said, your software is doing something really, really funny, but welcome citizens. I am here. I'm on the 13th hole here, here at cheapest in Louisiana and, uh, and gunners coming to you like that every time. What? Are you going to say it like that every time? I'm going to say it like you're from there. I'm just curious. I was just How do you say it? Louisiana. No, no, it's Louisiana. 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 Right. How do you say how do you say Virginia? Virginia. No, no. Virginia. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not from here. So. How do you say how do you say West Virginia? Uh turn around. That's okay. Like, <laughs> how do you say Carolina? Carolina. Yeah, yeah. But how do you say <laughs> it's a little close? How do you say Carolina? Anyways, you're at the 13th. How you say how you say Sippy? I'm from go I'm from go Mississippi. I'm coming to Mississippi. Live. We're gonna have to restart this whole show. <laughs> No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So we're coming to you from TPC Lezan. And, and and I'm on the 13th. Gunner is on the 18th. I'm here with Gunner, my best golfing buddy. Cheers. That's it. Hello. Cheers. All right. <laughs> here. Welcome to the show. We're going to be going over the news for this week, which is which is sort of interesting because. It's it's like how much money does the PGA Tour have? That's going to oh be the God, focus of the was, news. This is the focus of the news because I was dumbfounded by this. Yes, I, I was, was absolutely, absolutely dumbfounded by this. Yeah, this um, we're going to go into our picks from the RBC Heritage, the plaid jacket winner, Stuart Sink, in his third jackets. Yes, third. Matt Kuchar looks old. He does. He looks old. He looks older than Stuart Sink. It's like That's for every for every dollar he did not pay that caddy in like in mexico he is like, took a day off of his life yeah. <laughs> lost like like ten thousand days <laughs> yeah that poor guy it's not good and then we're gonna get into the zurich classic which they they start here tomorrow where we are yes not on these particular holes but some holes before yes i just like watching my fingers disappear Mine, mine aren't doing that. My microphone just—that's because you got a proper green screen. I'm just using the Zoom I thing. I am using a proper green screen. Um, so we yeah, have upped so. the production quality of this podcast <laughs> a thousand percent since our last show. It's going up, and it took a year and two weeks. 
It's always to going figure up the production out that value. We could increase production value. Maybe maybe I'll spend 30 <laughs> pounds on a green screen so that I can see all of my hand. All of it. I don't know why I keep like pointing at the the okay. Let's get into the show. It has been a wonderful, wonderful week of golf. The RBC, the RBC Heritage happened, the Royal Bank of Canada. Yes. The Royal Bank in, of Canada. Not in Canada. It used to be the Canadian Oak. Prince Philip passed away. His funeral yes. happened. It did. I played a lovely round of golf, and we stopped hmm. on the fourth hole for a minute of silence. Why the fourth hole? I'm curious. How did that go? It was 3 it, o'clock. So at three o'clock, the entire nation had a moment of silence. Oh. And so we started playing at 210. <laughs> so we got to the fourth hole and there was an air horn blast. To go three. <laughs> yeah. And so we just sort of stood on the fourth green for a minute. And then they blew it again like 45 seconds later. And we weren't sure if that meant the moment of silence was over or if they just blew it in the wrong direction and then thought, oh no, we better tell the rest of the golf course. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, cause I like looked at my watch. I was like, Oh, it's like three, you know, cause not everybody's watches are the same. So I was like, Oh, okay. Like three o'clock, like we've got a minute. And then like 47 seconds went by and it blasted again. And I was like, do we start again? Maybe they calculated, <laughs> Maybe they we... calculated the trap, the length of yeah. time it takes. I was playing with Lawrence and me and Lawrence looked at each other and we were like, is that the start of another minute <laughs> or is this, or is this the end of 45 seconds? What's happening? Right. Well, at least, at least they alerted you. Yes. No, it was good. I felt good about stopping and having moments of silence for that. Um, but let's get into the big news this week before we get into scores and all of that stuff. This is the two biggest bits of news that come out this week are really, really big. They sort of are blowing my mind already. Um, I'm going to go with the smaller of the two just because I want to see Gunner's reaction. Mm. The PGA announces that they're going to end COVID testing in July for players, caddies, and everybody around the course. Hmm. Uh, I have a couple of things to say. <laughs> Did you know that? Because I saw that. Story. It was like, it was one of those not- things like, on the PGA website, it was like one of those things that like, like they obviously it was new because I check it all the time, but it was like, it was after like Hideki wins the masters. So they obviously like slotted it in like a week later. And I was just like, you can't get away with this. Like this is, this is big news. (laughs) You're going to stop COVID testing for the entire tour come July, come the U.S. Open, uh, the USGA Championship, or I guess it'll be the Open Championship at St. George's. So once they get back from England, which is mm. even safer, at the, let's travel internationally and then stop all the testing. That's a great idea. Good job, guys. Uh, that says they have no faith in England. <laughs> I uh, don't so, know what it is. Uh, here's, I did not know this. No, I, I did not know. I'm a little shocked what I would say is, okay, I have a couple of things to say. One, maybe, maybe they have 85, 90% vaccination rate on tour. And no, because I, I imagine like 20% refuse to get vaccines and the other like 50% are too young to need vaccines. No, no, no. It's 16 and up in most states. Oh, is it? Because in the UK, it's like it's still 40 and up. 
No, 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 no. We we just three days ago opened a sixteen and up. Yeah, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. So it's like how like high schoolers can go get it. Yeah, are the vaccinations in the U.S. like are like the numbers in the U.K. are drastically dropping, which is I kind of I mean, which makes sense. But are the vaccinations making that big of a difference in the U.S.? And how many people are just flat out refusing to get it? A lot are flat out refusing to get it, and I don't know the answer to the first question. Okay, I, I just don't. Yeah. Um, uh, my second thing I have to say is, and I, I'm starting to feel like this happens in American football. There's so much criticism from the people who cover American football, right? People who cover the NFL, there's so much criticism towards the NFL that you're not really sure why they're reporting on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Are, are we falling into that camp now? No, no, no. I, I am. Well, I had to say that to lead into the PGA tour is full of a bunch of idiots to stop testing their players on a weekly basis. You have people flying across the country. You let them play on the corn Ferry tour. You let them play on the European tour. You let them go to Saudi Arabia. You let them go to Australia. You let them go to England. You let them go to Mexico and they're from different states. And then you take all these, what could possibly be variants, and then you whip them around the continental U.S. and say, oh, I don't know what's going on. So Let's this is, I agree with you. So I we don't, don't have to say whether or not we're causing a problem. I agree with you. And mostly because you've gone now from saying, like, we're going to try to catch it early to make sure it doesn't spread here. So and we now don't you, care. Now you've gone on to say we just we don't care. Yeah. Because there's no point. Like if, if me and you were on the PGA tour, or mm-hmm. and I was like, look, like I want to voluntarily Never. get yeah. tested. Can the PGA mm-hmm. tour at least provide the test for me? Or do I have to go out and find a test at each new venue every time I want to play? And like that's what I that's what it wasn't very clear is like if you want to be tested, will the PGA tour still test you? Um Look, I think it's time for the players as independent contractors to step up. I felt like a few of them stepped up and said, no, this is wrong. If I don't want to be tested, I shouldn't be tested. This is my livelihood. I think it's the not major- a vaccine. What? It's not a vaccine. You can't go to work if you if you might have strep throat. So you, you want your job or do you want to get the, the cotton ball swab in your throat? Which one? I don't, and that's sort of what I'm confused about. Do you about. want like, an income like, or this do you is... want to, it's not my right, or it's my right not to do what I don't want to do, you know? Like what happens if there's like a big dinner and like 40 guys all get COVID at the same time? Tiger Woods is the only one safe because he's the only one who wasn't at the master's dinner. He's st- He still thinks he's in California or Florida or somewhere. Possibly. Hopefully they've taken his keys. That's not yeah. funny, but it's <laughs> kind of funny. Um, another bit of small news is is the U.S. Open will be open to all fans. Yes. I think there's a vaccination requirement. So you have to be vaccinated or have to have had a um, positive COVID test within, I I think, seven days. A negative negative COVID test. Yeah. You had to have a positive news from a COVID test. To pass the test. (laughs) You have to do okay on the test. All right, and then let's get into the big news. Which means U.S. Open, here I come, because I'm vaccinated. I'm not. I can't be vaccinated for another Not by choice. Not by choice, though. 
You're not vaccinated by choice. You didn't choose not to be vaccinated. Oh, you I thought you said you were, you were vaccinated, not by choice. Not by choice. Wait, no. did you not want to be vaccinated? No, I was, I did. I was vaccinated. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I would like to be vaccinated. I just, um, sometimes I catch you off guard and I really want to continue and I forget we're recording something. So <laughs> no, that's fine. I got it. I'm, I'm with you. I, I thought it just in the succession of which we said, it made it sound funny. So I was a bit unsure. Um, are you ready for this? Yes. Are you absolutely balls to the walls bleeping ready for this? Let me ask you something before you start. Uh, I just want to lay the groundwork here. Are we talking about the same thing? Yes. This is I the want player know. impact. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to tell. So um, I don't want you to reveal anything. My pockets aren't very deep and your pockets aren't very deep. The PGA Tours <laughs> pockets are apparently so deep okay how deep are they you could fit the the has been planet pluto down one you can fit all of louisiana you could fit the entire <laughs> population of louisiana they could probably like the entire so population of louisiana would be like they would they would they would no longer need government help yes so go ahead. Okay, so the this is the what this is now known as the player impact. Do you, do you know what I, I forgot exactly? I've got it. I've wrote it down somewhere. It's called the player impact program. The player impact program. Sorry, I forgot to write. I wrote player impact, but I did not write program. Um, this is something that is. This is the, this is the most of this is the most obnoxious thing a professional capitalistic environment of professionals who claim to be doing things in a non-profit sort of way because right the pga claims to be a non-profit mm -hmm. so 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 they've managed to come up with an extra 40 million dollars for said Who's the most popular player on the PGA Tour? Find out at the end who has a huge bonus. And this is a social media popularity contest. So what they've done, and I pulled up, I pulled up the website because it was so, <laughs> it was so so bizarre. And I've I've actually I think I've deleted it. I've I've exited it out because I think it's one of these things again that the, it's not on the PGA Tour website. It is on the Golf Channel website. Yes, the Golf Channel showed it. Where did I get it? I got it off of Golf Digest. Did you? Yeah. So, First, yeah, so because I looked it up and it was sort of like Xander Schauffele. So the article was Xander Schauffele and Patrick Cantley, who are partnered at the Zurich Classic. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we don't have social media. We don't really know what this is about. So the way it works is, according to the report, an individual's value will be based not just on on-course performance, but rather than, but rather an impact score, which will be determined using five metrics: a player's popularity in Google search, which is like how what? many times their name comes up in Google. Or if you type in the swingdom in Google, just for the record, we're we're up, we're first, we're number. Yeah, you one. ready? A player's Nielsen brand exposure rating. Um, ours is zero, I believe. Well, this is the other Could thing. Like, be... I didn't think Nielsen was 
relevant anymore because there's so much online media. Right. Nielsen is like, how many households are watching a channel? Sure. So this is like, how many people are watching CBS because Phil and Tiger are playing versus Dustin and Brooks? So that's what it is. A player's Q rating, which just says in parentheses appeal. I don't know if that's sex appeal, if that's like like looking up to. Like Ricky Fowler, I imagine, had like the second highest Q rating to like to Tiger. It can't stand for quality if Ricky Fowler's at the top. Because well, yeah, no, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> the fourth one is a player's MVP index rating. Which is their engagement on social and digital channels. So that's like right now, like Max Homa is winning that. Yeah. Oh, he'd win every year. What are they doing? Yeah. And a play, and the fifth one is a player's meltwater mentions, which is the frequency he generates coverage across media platforms. So which is like if there's news on Twitter, does that translate to Facebook, Instagram, Google, all this other stuff? And so they're going to take the top 10 players in this. Mm -hmm. And there's a $40 million pool. The first place winner gets $8 million. This is just an excuse to give Tiger Woods more money. Because in 2019, the, the top 10 players were Tiger Woods, Rory, Brooks, Phil, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Justin Rose, and Adam Scott. All of which, other than Tiger Woods, who won the Masters, did nothing. It's a clown show, bro. Because Gary Woodland and Shane Lowry didn't crack the top 10. Bryson DeChambeau and John Rahm didn't crack the top 10. And these guys have, these guys have had majors. It's ridiculous. So this is like... Um, um, why don't you just make the FedEx Cup championship worth fifty million? Wait, wait! I just had a I just had a fantastic thought. Yeah, and I fixed my light, so now you can't see my shadow up here. Yeah. What if you're telling me Bryson DeChambeau doesn't have very many points? Well, not he didn't in 2019. Okay. Because he didn't Bryce, start bulking up until 2020. Bryson DeChambeau's gotten less popular because of his change. Okay. You think so? What? I think he's gotten more popular in terms of social media. I don't know. I would say overall less popular. So here's my thought. Yeah, but is he moves this, the needle. Not in a positive way. This The impact is – he might generate discussion on social yeah. media – but his and that's what they're talking about. It's like it's like dollars or dollars or dollars. Ad revenue is ad revenue is ad revenue. It almost sounds to me like this is another stab at Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. <laughs> saying, <laughs> yes, here's Sorry, forty mate. million dollars you're never gonna get. But like, okay, you want to know how I really feel about this? Yes. This is stupid. Yeah. This is stupid. So in the oh, article, totally it says that this stupid. is. This is a direct retaliation to the PGL, the Premier Golf League, which two years ago tried to take the top 40 players in golf, mm-hmm. have 20 tournaments, mm-hmm. and basically, like, say, these are $20 million purses for each tournament. 
At which point Rory McIlroy came out and said, I don't like where the money's coming from, which is, I can't disagree with. It was a lot of Middle Eastern money. Um, right. Which not all, like, I'm not saying all of it's bad. It was Middle Eastern money that has a history of being funneled into not great things. Yes. Yes. Um, the other side of it was, he was like, I may not be able to, I like, I won't be able to, to compete in majors. Like I won't be eligible for the PGA tour because I won't have enough points there and I won't right. be eligible for the European tour. I won't have enough points there. And I like, can't, I can't like kill myself trying to maintain those points. Yeah. I mean, the real thought is like, well, if the PGL only lasts one year and the money's not there, am I going to get back into the PGA or am I going to get banned for life for jumping ship? They're not going to ban Roy McElroy. They I, I, you never Bryson. know. They banned Bryson. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if some of these guys went to the PGL. I like that he turned it down and then became, like, head of the Players Union. Yeah, whatever. Rory, good job. Um, But, yeah, so this is basically what they say is this is sort of like a to appease those players, they've now put another $40 million Mm -hmm. into tour life, which is – it is what it is. You know what they should do? Hmm. take take 25 million of that or 20 million of that and increase the purse on every lpga event by yes. five hundred thousand dollars yes praise be <laughs> number one right like give like you've got 40 million dollars sitting around and you're thinking let's let's split this up 10 ways Let's and give more to give more to tiger woods and dustin johnson here's what happened the you know megan rapino of the u.s women's national soccer team came out and got in this big fight and 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 has is really leading the charge for equality pay equality yes. in women's sports and the lpga has gotten behind it and Michelle Wee West has come out and helped try, you know, done her part. That hoodie is sick. This is a, that's what I'm saying. This is a week later. This is a week later. They put out the hoodie and a week later they said, no, no, no. The PGA is going to get an extra $40 million. And not only are we going to spread it equally, we're just going to give it to our favorites on Instagram. This is what I'm saying. The, the, you know, there's, there's, there and rightfully so there's this um, this massive rush to equalize pay for equal work yes and in sports and the PGA tour said i've got a better idea what if we did a golf version of mean girls and yeah a thousand percent a thousand to me it's like it's like it's a popularity contest it's like we need more we need more pga influencers which you don't need because entire golf golf community basically bashes Paige sporanic for being a social media influencer yeah because she's a lady yeah because she does what she does i don't I don't whatever. I don't understand what she does and I don't always respect what she does. But, but she does what she does. But she does what it. she does and it works. Yeah, um, but are you going to go out there and say, "Oh, shame on you. 
here, here. I don't ever say shame on you. What I say here is, guy fighting with lightsabers. Here, this is a million dollars. We 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 have we have twenty two hundred followers on Instagram. We yes. follow four thousand people on Instagram. We Praise follow me. double what we do, and like me and you have this conversation probably once a month, which is like what it's it's not like it's not like what are these girls doing in the game of golf because mm-hmm. i appreciate like i appreciate people trying to tell their story of them up and coming and trying to make it or make it back or their learning process mm-hmm. what i don't understand is is like and what i mean when i say i don't respect the page Sparanex of the world i don't respect like the golf ninja or whatever her name is like What I don't, what I mean by that is like, I don't respect the process. And I'm saying that very specifically because what does it have to do with golf? So yeah, there's, they're selling themselves as, as influence, as influencers. It's like, every time I see them, it's an ad. Now, in, in all fairness, Paige Baranek was a very good We talked about this on one of the first, one of, yeah, what we did, like, the whole thing. She played at Arizona State University. She, she like, is She made it to, talented. like, the Symmetra Tour. She is a scratch golfer. She may, yeah. I don't know if she is anymore. I think she is. But that sort of goes out the window to me when you practice putting in your cleavage. Yeah, but the different, but the, the and I get that it's funny. I get that it's funny. I do, and I the get point that that's to like make. she's trying to do something, and I'm not shaming her for her style or technique. I am not shaming right. her at all. I think she's a wonderful person. I like the way she does it. The, what I, you're saying, I think it's very important to clear up, is that you you we don't have a problem. We. And I really don't. I don't care either way. And I understand that. I have a problem more with the you platform. Have a, you have a problem with the process and the and the platform, um, and how we're using golf to. It's like Cameron loves golf. He's yes. like a seven-year-old boy that loves doing trick shots. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, why is Paige Sparenek in a bikini, nowhere near a golf course? We we don't have a problem in, with the product. Same three seconds that I'm watching a seven year old boy practices putting. Cameron loves golf as a sweet kid, and I'm just like, and I love it, and I'm like, I don't like. I'm mad at the platform. Yeah, like I wish that it was sort of like. By the way, Cameron loves golf. Thank you for your support of the swingdom. Thank we you. Yeah, thank you, you very much, Paige Spearnack. We can only ask so much of your support for the swingdom. And if you feel like coming on the show and explaining to us what you're doing, because yeah. to me, like to me, Inst- we don't like, get we, it. Instagram and Facebook and even YouTube and Twitter, like to me, like social media is designed to help people. You don't have the best contact with like stay involved in your life and follow you and your journey. Yeah. Like when I watch Cameron, like loves golf, I'm like, I'm like, cool. Like, I hope this six-year-old like makes the varsity team his freshman year or gets like pulled up as an eighth grader, like makes it to a D1 school. And I see him out there on the corn ferry tour. Like, yeah. I want that journey. When I'm watching Pierre, Paige Spiranak, I'm like, I'm like, what is she selling me now? And how does she still not have a bra? Yeah, I I don't and and it's not the product. It's not, it's not the it's not. It's just the mentality of like, literally, it's like, yeah. it's like, do I want to watch somebody who's, who's, who's created a, a visual journey for me? Or do I want to be sold a product? And I feel like 
with Paige Spiranak, I'm always being sold a product. Right, exactly. I, I don't understand her journey. It's like, aren't you jealous? I'm at the stadium course on hole 16. Don't you want like a can of this? And I'm right. like, I'm like, well. I'm at TPC Louisiana at hole 18, by the way. Because the thing is, is like you, <laughs> like the PGA players, like Gary Woodland three years ago, took out his friend with, uh, with, with learning disabilities. She has Down syndrome, but yes. Yeah, I try to, I'm trying to leave that, I'm trying not to be, I'm trying to be only angry about one thing and not us, like insult everybody all at once. Somebody with Down, that's the name of the syndrome, it's Down syndrome. That's not offensive? Saying what, they, yeah, no, it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to bubble everybody with disabilities into somebody with disabilities or somebody with learning disabilities. But she also has learning disabilities. Because she has Down syndrome. So I was right. No, no, no. She has, it's okay to say, I'm saying it's okay to say okay. they okay. have you, Down syndrome. You know, you are, you are the. Um, I actually do this, yes. Yes, I was going to say, in terms <laughs> of the swingdom, you are the woke, the wokeness liaison. I'm also, <laughs> yeah, this is my field of work yes. yeah yeah and, okay you know, so so, so gary woodland yes. takes out us uh, a, a 12 13 year old girl with down syndrome onto the yes. par three and like that's a journey like they took me on a journey and yeah, i and enjoyed then, and he calls her they do that bit where she, he calls her every year yeah and he she roots for him on tv yep. it's a beautiful it's beautiful yeah yeah she's like i thought you'd be better <laughs> to gary woodland who's got a who's got a usga championship and you're just sort of like like that's a journey. Like when I when I watch a video of Paige Spearnock online, I like my first thought isn't like, is she still trying to go pro? That's what I would like to see because I think she could, and that would be a much better watch. Would it get as many hits? Is she going Maybe for like not. the women's long drive? Is oh, that would be sweet. is she like? Does she want to be an L? Does she want to be a PGA pro? Does she want to go back and teach at school? Like. Is she looking for a boyfriend? Not that I want to be me, but like, I'm just sort of like, it's, I don't, I, it's like, I like, we tune into, into golf because we want the journey. We want to see the ups and downs of our favorite professional players. Yeah. And we often do this where we match our journey to their journey Yeah, and say, oh, it can be done. Yes. Okay. So we've gotten really, so the first thing I want to see is them take $25 million and give it to the LPGA. Screw the PGA tour for this. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. This is the second. Stupid. The second thing I want to see them do with this forty million, I want to see them take. Like I want to see them take ten million. Mm -hmm. And, and and give that to the first tee. Yes. In, in urban areas. Yes. And then I want them to take five million, and if they're so inclined. Tack it onto the FedEx Cup, which is that sort of fourth. What I really like to see is is them take an extra five million and give an extra like five hundred thousand to all of the chicken championships. Yes, and that way we can get bigger names in there. Yeah, and then you're not then you're not like oh I don't know why Dustin Johnson doesn't. I think work the thing play. is if your richest tournament is eleven million dollars, your cheapest tournament shouldn't be three million. It should be seven. Yeah, a hundred percent. So like 100%. fix that. Um, so that's my thing. This is ridiculous. This is literally like, how do we turn golfers into influencers and pay them for it? It's ridiculous. I don't think it's like, the thing is, I don't think it's going to change. I think this is an extra 8 million in Tiger Woods's pocket every year. 
I want this hoodie so bad. I was trying to find the thing. <laughs> and that's it. So yeah. So you want to talk about the RBC heritage? Yeah, let, let's talk about. Do we the do RBC the other here. tournaments first? Lydia Ko wins the latte down in Hawaii. Yo, 16th what, win. What a showing! For, and Lydia Ko, I noticed this while I was watching. Uh, I was way more invested in this. I don't. We we need to cover more women's. Yeah. We're we're such a proponent for women's uh, golf, and we don't. We need care. to show up. There's a, di- a dissociation here with us because. And, and I'm sure, you know, some people who listen are like, well, you never talk about it. And it's true. We don't talk about it. We should just do like, we should, we should cover, you know, women's golf better than we do. Yeah. And to be, to be fair, I don't, I you know don't what? In understand. the new year of the swingdom, I promise to do that. I, I don't really understand women's golf. I absolutely love it. I, I don't know the players as well. And I think I hide from that. So I, I, you know, I talk about Michelle Wee. Yeah, who doesn't who, play anymore. Who doesn't play anymore. <laughs> but you know, she was a staple figure. No, no, this was, was like, this was really cool. This was like, um, but well, Lydia me... Ko. So I'm watching Lydia Ko and I realized how grown up she was. You know, I realized she looks completely different from when she came on to tour and she's super cool. I absolutely loved watching her play when she was younger and yeah. she's, still, she's, she's not still 16 anymore, is she? No, she's not. She's, you know, she was this dynamite powerhouse teenager who came on tour and like blew everybody's minds. And she came out and she's had a rough patch and she's, you know, done her, I'm going to live my life type of deal. And I would have, you know, I would have bowed my head and said, you know, it was that it was really cool. Thanks for coming. Um, but to see her win in that fashion at the, at the Lotte championship, oh my goodness, she was, she was on fire and, and nobody could stop her. No, there was no, there was no turning back. She, no, no, it no. was really cool because um, like, this is what I mean. Like I look up, like I'm looking up the LPGA right now. And mm-hmm. like the, it's like people ask, like the most popular questions that people ask is like, is Paula Creamer still playing golf? Yeah, no, a little bit here and there. What is Brooke Henderson's salary? Who is the most famous female golfer? And is Paige Sparanak on the LPGA? Those are the four most popular questions. Which is a clown show that Paige Sparanak shows up in an LPGA Google yeah. search. When you do the same for the PGA, it's who is the richest caddy in golf? What does PGA stand for? Do any PGA golfers smoke? And how much does it cost to play on the PGA tour? A lot. A well, lot. it's only $100 a tournament. Yeah, but you got to pay your own travel. So it costs quite a bit. Not if you've got net jets on your sleeve. Yeah, but not everybody has net jets on their sleeve. <laughs> what I'm saying. No, no, but I'm saying like the top. Last time I checked, Jordan Spieth the... really only gets a free phone. Like, oh. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, which one do you want? Oh, I'll have the new iPhone 10. No, no, you're going to have a seven. All right. Seven. Do I get a discount on minutes? Nope. No, you don't. No. <laughs> But so, yeah, so you've got Lydia Ko, Sion Kim, Nelly Korda tied second, uh, NB Park tied second. Like, and NB this Park is, is still a player. Lydia Ko went 28 under yeah. to win by seven. She's stupid good. She's so good. And we all, you know, we were all drooling over Dustin Johnson getting a 30, and Lydia Ko seemed effortless. Yeah. 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 To get to 28. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. Well, I guess she's changed from David Ledbetter to Sean Foley. Yes. So that's that's good. That's good news. I don't really yeah, like yeah. David Ledbetter. Not that I don't like David Ledbetter, but he's an infomercial golf teacher. Yeah. That sort of scares me sometimes. I would I would assume he was a golf teacher before he was an infomercial mm-hmm. golf teacher. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you become sort of like Golf Digest Teacher of the Year. Like you, they like all the commercial stuff opens up to you. It's really weird. Because mm-hmm. the same thing happened with um with your boy, Michael Breed. I know. Yeah. Although I really like Michael Breed. He's um, you know, having he's a nice getting, guy, and he sort of moved away from that. Having getting gotten to actually meaningfully interact with him. Yeah. Uh, he he seems like the guy I wish he was. If you watch him on TV, like he's the guy, he's the the guy. I think he is when he's, (laughs) he is who he says he is, who they they are, who they think we are. (laughs) So no, very exciting. Um, So the RBC heritage, the art. No, let's go with uh, Stricker. Steve Stricker wins the Chubbs. Oh yes. So that's pretty cool. Chubb classic. Yep. He's another player. I mean, yeah, being the Ryder Cup captain. Yeah. And going out there and saying, well, I'm not really worried about these guys. I'm going to go win my own tournament. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to play the Ryder Cup. Oh, who's our captain? Oh, you remember that guy that won two weeks ago? That's yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, he gets in that locker room and it's not all talk. It's, hey, you guys can win. I just did it. So, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, me too. That's really cool. I see you're reading. I am. Yeah, I've got to stop reading. I was trying to catch up on the the LPGA, but I've got to cut that out now. Um. So yeah. So let's get on to the oh, the RBC Heritage. Yeah, I mean, I talked with you a little bit about this beforehand. Stuart Sink, let, like, like, let's just go. Let's just do this. This is going to be quick, and I apologize for this being quick. We don't love this tournament. It's on a short course. It's designed for short players. I should have known that Morikawa was going to do better than I thought he was going to do because this is his type of long iron into greens course. Um, mm-hmm. seventy-one hundred yards, par seventy-one. Stuart Sink wins it for the third time. He goes sixty-three, sixty-three on thursday and friday the mm-hmm. only person to do better than him was the australian cameron smith on friday he shoots Cam- his personal best and i think it was a course record 62 uh i think it was a it ties the course record but stewart sink goes 63 63 that is 16 under through two days stewart sinks 47 years old he was out driving Xander Shoffley. He was out driving Morikawa. He was out like he was out driving. He's got his son the on the bag. Players. His son he's, Reagan was on the bag. Yeah, he's tearing it up. Um, this is his third plaid jacket. Mm-hmm. So he knows the course. Yeah, horses well, for courses for sure. Yeah, he knows. He knows. I would say he probably because it it wasn't supposed. It was moved here. It was moved. It was moved to that course, I believe. It wasn't supposed to be played there. No, no, this one is. This one's always played there. 
Is it? Yeah, there's the RBC Canadian Open, which they're not uh, going to because of COVID. Okay. That's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. Um, this is his third. He's now RBC. Back get the- your hands off all these golf tournaments. Yeah, he's back in the top fifty. Wow. OWGR. <laughs> <laughs> this is his second win since last summer. Uh, I love it. But like you know, he goes into the weekend with a five-shot lead. Like he's just hanging on. Yeah. Like, I think he ends up winning at like minus 18 or minus 19. 18. Like, yeah. is it 18? He's still four shots ahead. Uh huh. Like, and he birdies, he birdies 17 and 18 to win by four. Yeah, he doesn't care. Like, just absurdness. The only thing more absurd than his win by four strokes is, 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 is the tan line on his head. Yeah, with the, uh, with the, <laughs> <laughs> with, with it's just the, a, it's uh, like a cue ball it's like red and then it's just like boop, boop, blah, blah, blah. like it's a beacon of light. like he could be the lighthouse but it, at, at, at uh oh what's what i just forgot the name of the course for um at heritage yes the the hole in the back of his head uh, in the back of his hat has a tan though yes i i love it so scary so so scary you want to go through the scores for rbc heritage absolutely so i took webb simpson dustin johnson and patrick cantley um webb simpson t9 i thought he was going to miss the cut i thought he was too first 27 holes i thought he was going to miss he was no good he was no good great weekend though great weekend uh dj came in at t13 and patrick cantley got cut yeah uh, I had Denny McCarthy going top 10. He mm-hmm. finished T13, but Denny McCarthy, man, he's not going anywhere. I, I really like him. Um, and my prop bet was that it went into a playoff. Uh, ben had Daniel Berger, Brian Harmon, and Will Zalatoris. Berger and Harmon both went T13, had a lot of T13s. Um, and Will Zalatoris had a had a tough, tough, um sunday uh sunday and finished t42 yeah you had ian poulter going t20 uh no tied for 48 mm-hmm. and but you had made the cut yep you had jim furick making the cut and he did not he did i not. believe i believe by two strokes our bonus bet was that there would be an ace and i took the no and lost uh there was a hole in one uh ben you won by 200 points because of my prop and because of because of the the no playoff and the ace yeah the no playoff and the ace and i lost a player um so our grand total for the end of the rbc heritage i'm at thirty three thousand seven hundred twenty two, and ben you're at thirty three thousand eight hundred and twenty five. so you have a still a narrow lead over me but i'm gonna get i'm gonna get you this i'm gonna get you this week we keep, I think my shirt keep, matches too well with the wall. I think so. We keep uh, trading off wins here. Yeah. Did you see Stuart Sink winning it? Uh, not even not even a bit. Did you see Emiliano Grillo being in contention? Not even a chance. So, nope. no. If you had those, congratulations to you. Um, but no. No. Sell us your secrets. Sell us, sell us your, uh, your algorithms. That's right. Just give it to us. Yeah. Are Good you luck. ready? Yep. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. 
Well, if you can see our new backgrounds, but you can't hear us. Hearing aids. Check out Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of the Jersey Shore. Call Coach Joe. Use the code word GOLF. That is spelled G-O-L-F, like your favorite sport, like the sport we talk about. Um, like the Golf. G in, in PGA, who we debate whether or not are complete idiots for handing out another $40 million to all of the players on the P not only that to 10 players, no, hands down. They're stupid. This isn't even a, it's not even uh I'm going to sound super whiny, right? I'm gonna get my whiny voice on. Like it's, it's not even a it. skill. No, like Tiger Woods has a PR team. Right. Like, right. like, like how much, how, how much money do you have to spend on SEO to win, <laughs> to win this? Okay. Don't understand this. It doesn't make sense. All right. So if you can hear that whining, but you didn't want to, then turn your hearing aid down that you've got from Beltone hearing aid centers of New Jersey. Uh, if you don't have one, but want one call 732-888-9000 or 732-493-0900. The code word is golf. Call coach Joe, get your hearing aids now. Yeah. More yelling. Yeah. This oh. is just going to be us doing some yelling. Code word golf. Get some batteries and some hearing aids. Do it. Do it. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner at Gunner Kane. Wow, what a great read. Yeah, it was a pretty good You read. know why I say it? I was so involved like, this time. It's like a great way for like me to know that we're doing the show again. <laughs> if I just say, wow, what a great read, even though I don't remember what we said. It's just like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're doing the show again. So that was the RBC Heritage. I'm still winning. No surprises there, to me at least. What does it feel like, Gunner? It feels like I don't have as big of a deficit at this point in the year as I did last year, um, wow. and which is true because I think you – let me – I have it right here. What did you – yeah, you, you beat me by three over 3,000. Is that Although, a lot? We only made, we didn't even make it to 20,000 points last year. No, we only did half a season though, because we started in May. And we only did prop bets. Yeah, we started in April. Because remember, we're like, oh, we're missing the man. Like, this is, this is a, this is, we're, we're a year and two weeks now. Yeah. So are you ready to talk about the upcoming tournament? And Mug Dad did a lot better. Obligatory Mug Dad reference. Mug Dad, Mug Dad music. He did. He did a lot better. Yeah. That one tournament that he picked had twenty three hundred points in it. He picked. He picked like one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was also on the European tour, so it doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. It doesn't All count right. So we are going to be at the Zurich Invitational Championship friend oh. tag team event. Classic of New Orleans. Yep, they're playing at uh at the at the at the PGA Louisiana. TPC Louisiana. Yes. Um, did I say PGA? Yeah. I meant TPC Louisiana. Sorry, I'm getting a bit tired. Um, and uh, and yeah, this is a team event. Yeah. So TPC Louisiana is par 72. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty lengthy though. Seven thousand four hundred forty-three yards um, in Avondale, Louisiana. How do you say it? Avondale, Louisiana. All right. Uh, your defending champions are Ryan Palmer and john rom but Rahm. the defending champions ryan palmer john rom 
2019 because we didn't have this event <laughs> last year. Um, yeah, so this is a team event. It's two. It's groups of two. Yeah. Okay. And they alternate how they play. So in round one, it's a four ball event. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody plays their own ball. Yeah. Best score gets written down. Mm-hmm. Round two, they play foursomes. Player A, let's say it's John Rom and Ryan Palmer. John Rom tees off on all the odd number holes. Ryan Palmer tees off on all the even numbered holes. And they play uh, alternate shot after that. Uh, then round three against four ball round four. The final round concludes with foursomes. Cool. Other interesting ways they have this done um, because it's groups of two, uh, 33 and tie, uh, best 33 and ties make the cut. Yep. Um, they play foursomes as a tiebreaker. Okay. And um, a lot of interesting stuff that comes out of this. Both players get a two year exemption, both players uh, get automatic entry into the players next year and the PGA championship. And, but they split the first and second uh, FedEx cup points. So first place gets 500 FedEx cup points. Second place gets three. So they add them together. They get eight and both players get 400 FedEx cup. So, so this is interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. But to me, this isn't like this isn't crazy interesting, right? Like I think there are ways to make this more interesting. It's Um, almost like a wannabe, like cup, like a like a Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup. They should just call it the Zurich Cup. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like because that's what they're trying to do. I get it. They're more like the number one way to make this more interesting to me, and this is going on my same theme that's been going on all night is like PGA, LPGA crossover. Oh, absolutely. I also thought like, also like this could be a great collegiate event. Okay. This could be a cool event where instead of being paired up in your uh, school, you get paired up with a rival school. So Alabama, an Alabama player and an Auburn player have to play with each other on the same team. Yeah, I thought. I mean, this could you could just have more fun with you this. Than have, being on yeah, the way PGA more fun tour. than this than just sort of have it be like a PGA pick them out of the hat. Like, because the thing that sort of annoys me about it as well is mm-hmm. like the teams are like we've got the California boys, we've got the Europeans, we've got the Englishmen, we've got the Australians. The Australians, right? Like. Can I can I say this? But it's like Tony Finau and Cameron Champ, who have uh, uh, what are they? The team send, send it? it. Team send it. Yeah, which, which they bought that. It's an anagram. TSI. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, no. What's it called when the letters change? Like you, you add, move the letters around. An anagram. It's an anagram for for players of color. Is it? Well, there's it's Tony Finau uh-huh. and Cameron Cham. Oh, they're on the same team. Mm. Like the, the PGA Tour is not very. Do they pick their own teams? No. You mm. think John Rom would ever pick Ryan Palmer? Uh, yeah, they won last year. <laughs> no, I mean last year. <laughs> but I wonder if I wonder if you if you don't want if you don't care who you play with then it's random 
I think but it's if you random anyway. Want a specific player? I, I think know. it's PGA. And I don't mean to like throw the PGA under the bus like that. I was just sort of like I was going through it and I was sort of like, oh, like Leishman and Smith, like Mark Leishman and Cameron Smith, like they're Australian. Shawfley mm-hmm. and Cantley, they're both California boys. Um uh Willett and Hatton. They're both English. You've got Justin Rose and um Henrik Stenson, they're both like European older lads. Like it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It felt sort of like like they try they took something that could have been a lot more free flowing and a lot more understandable, and they were like, "Well, old people aren't going to get it, so let's force these people into like square holes." Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So like it's sort of like I know Harold Varner the Third <laughs> is out there, mm-hmm. but like it, when I saw that it was like that, they were sort of like. The Australians, the Englishmen, the Europeans, the the Californians, like, and then it was like Finau and Cameron Champ. It was just sort of like, it, it just felt like the people of color team. Mm-hmm. And that was just my first reaction. It could be wrong. Like it could be, you know, it could be hundred percent wrong, but that was initial reaction without doing any further research. Right. Fair enough. At least you can say it. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So why doesn't anybody you... else see that? Did you see that, or was that is that just me? Am I hypersensitive to this stuff now? I think because you might I'm be hypersensitive. And that's fine. And I understand that. I mean, to be fair, like it does. Like to me, it starts with the LPGA tour. Right. Like you really can't be like, oh, we've what? What is this? Oh my God, hold on. I've got something in my back pocket. It's what? It's an extra $40 million? <laughs> but where did this come from? We're a nonprofit. Is this salary bonuses that we have to give up? Is this money that could be going to children's hospitals? Right. No, no, no. Let's just let's just give it to whoever's our favorite on Instagram. Like love it. I I, I want to drop the F bomb right now. I just want to be like fudge that that oh no 100 percent. like what do you mean like where do these do these duffel bags are these duffel bags always in the fitness trailer they're just full of money <laughs> yes sorry like, like wait you mean the you mean the duffel bags that we've been lifting over our heads are just full of 10 million dollars each like i thought this i thought it was sand like i didn't really no no yeah we just keep 40 million in the van just in case we need it all right, let's get back. We need to do our picks for the Zurich before I just go bonkers about this whole 40 million out of thin air thing. Yeah. That's money that I, normally goes to children's hospitals. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, like they're a nonprofit. Well, they're no, they're for profit. They're for profit, nonprofit. I think they claim a non I think they claim no, they're, a they're a non they're technically a nonprofit, yes. I mean, I understand how nonprofits work where it's like, it's only well, by well, it's like, how, what, what do you want your salary to be? Well, I'll take 15 million. What do you want your salary to be? Well, I'll take 12 million. Okay. Well, we've got like 60 million. So why don't we just make it 30 million each? And then we'll just call the rest a nonprofit. If we make more than that. It'll just go to some hospital somewhere. It doesn't fine. Always work that way. What? It doesn't always work that way, but I could it see in this, like it. it I could see like in this case yeah. that that's where that's what happened. All right, let's make some picks for the Who Dat Championship. 
TPC, Louisiana, outside of New Orleans, because that's they're basically in New Orleans, aren't they? Yeah, it's yeah, they're it's Avenel, Avondale, Avondale, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you have first pick, so you gotta go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 15 miles away, so it's a 15 minute drive from the Big Easy. It opened in 2004. Place. It's a Pete Dye course. All of Pete Dye's courses have a tour event. Steve Elkington was it was a was a a, con, a consultant on it. Oh, good. Um, I get first pick? pick. Yep. I'm going with the Aussies. I'm going with Leishman. I'm going with Mark Leishman and Cameron Smith. All right. Oh, I got to make all these. I got to change the font color because it says you're winning already. You're welcome. I don't like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree. All right. Mark Leishman, Cameron Smith. I like that. I like that. I always like, I really like Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman. He did real like 62 last week. Didn't win. I think there's going to be a bit of fire in him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm always a fan of the repeat. I'm. I'm gonna go John Rahm and Ryan Palmer. Um, I think I probably stayed away from them uh, last. Uh, well, I mean, we didn't make picks either last time, but I, I probably didn't think they were gonna win because of Ryan Palmer. And yeah, over the past couple of years, he's proven me very wrong. Um, so I'm gonna get in his corner for this. I think. I think we can definitely see a a back to back showing, one year removed at least. Yeah, uh, I like. I'm not mad at you. They're on my list, but I do feel like they are. I just feel like, I feel like nobody goes back to back. Well, and I like like this because it's not really back to back. It just, it's not, they won it last year. Defending. They're defending, but they didn't win it last year. They won it two years ago. Yeah. Which is why, I don't, like, the thing is, I haven't seen Ryan Palmer anywhere on anybody's radar on the last however long, so I'm perfectly okay with you doing this. In fact, I am so excited with that. I like that. I thought my next pick was going to be out the window, uh-huh. but I'm going with Shoffley and Cantlay. I'm, I'm totally. I'm, I they're my number two pick. So I think they're, Uh, I think they're rocking the Casbah. I think they're, I think they're the top two rated individual players at the course. Do you think Cantley has a, a hitch to get over because of his miscut? Yes. uh, Last week. Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think Xander's coming out showing that 16 at Augusta is not, is, is not what 12 was for Spieth. Right. Or like we were, or Francisco Molinari, <laughs> like hitting it in the water to Gus is not the end of your career. And I think he's got a head on his shoulders. I think he's got, I think his dad alone is hilarious enough to be like, and I think a team event, I think this is going to be like, I know that they're sort of the favorites, but I also understand how they can both be dark horses because they're not seen as like a part of the club. They're not the spring break boys. They're not Euro Ryder cup. Like, they're like they're right. and they're not part and they're not the sophomore class. They're not Victor Victor Hovland, Wolf, and Marikawa. 
Right, 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 right. They're sort of like in this weird in-between where I sort of see like Finau, Xander Schauffele, and Patrick Cantley. And it's like, how do none of those guys have a major? Oh, 100%. So. I'm just worried about Patrick Cantley, to be honest with you. If, um, if, Xander, if yeah. Xander can carry it on the, on the first day, then I say you get a real shot. Okay, thank you. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with, you know, this is kind of a fun fun event why not have some people who like to have fun i'm going bubba watson and scotty shuffler um bubba's the dude man i th- i think he he thrives on this kind of um uh, this kind of fun environment yeah so i'm definitely going with him uh i i was it was tough because i was between him or um harold barner the third because i know he likes these events too and, he and brendan grace per- yeah and brendan grace yeah. they really perform well uh, but now I'm going Bubba Watson, Scotty Scheffler. So Brendan Grace is South African? Yes. So is that like Team Apartheid? I think we, we, we just get away from these comparisons. Okay. I don't mean to, but like that's just where my brain goes. I think you're right. I think I'm, 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 I'm hypersensitive. I'm going to lay off it for a few weeks. Yeah. I think I am, but there's, I don't think there's any way Harold Varner the third was like, I want to be on a team with Brandon Grace. Well, why not? They know each other. I bet they do. They play on the PGA tour. That might also be true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they do play on the PGA tour. Yeah. But so do 200 other guys. I bet they all know each other. I bet they know each other based on 200 people is not a lot of people. It is. How many people did you graduate high school with? Uh, 1400. Yeah. I graduated 400. I didn't know half of them. And I didn't yeah, want to know the other half. <laughs> they didn't want to know me. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Maybe this is a personal thing. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting off, off topic. So I am, that is a fun, that's fun. Uh, yeah. I'm really between like three, three people now because I thought, I thought you were going to pick the next group and I thought it was going to basically make this easier for me. Right. Um, but I'm going with steel and Keegan. I'm going with my, my good old fashioned Keegan Bradley Cleveland CG sevens guy yep. who guy who I I'm really glad I get my that. first. We were talking about this last week. Like <laughs> when you get a set of clubs, like yeah. my first set of clubs was Cleveland. So like, I root for like the Cleveland Strixon on guys and Keegan Bradley was like one of the first guys I rooted for. I wanted you. a pair of air Jordan golf shoes. So, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I love Keegan Bradley. I yeah. really do. I, I like him a lot. And I he's been close. Like he's been top 20 a lot this year. Yeah. So I think yeah. this is, this is a thing. It's a full exemption tournament <clears throat> that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of the top guys. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's going to put him over the edge. I think this is going to be like a sneaky Keegan stays on tour for another two years. And to be honest, he probably needs it. So yeah, no, I don't think he does. I think he's, I think he's doing really well this year. Oh yeah. This year, but I think he needs to stack them yeah. as much as possible. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, all right. Well, that works out for me. Cause I was really afraid you were going to pick uh, two guys who should be used to team events. Um uh, Colin Morikawa and, and Matthew Wolf. I think the dynamic there is going to be super sweet. And uh, and you seem really excited about that. I am. Can I just tell you why? Yeah, go for it. My long shot is that they missed the cut. 
Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to get that in there. My like my long shot is that they miss. No, sorry, not my prop. My prop is that they miss the cut. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. put that. Let me put that in there. Um yeah, no, I think, I, I think they're if they're good enough, it's a top 20 team. But a DQ at the Masters, I like okay. I think Colin Markawa is gonna have to carry Matthew Wolf, which I don't think is impossible. I don't think it is, but at the same time, I'm sort of like I'm well, inter- I'm so here's what I thought. So I like Matthew Wolf with the irons. I don't like Matthew Wolf too much off the tee, and I really like Colin Morikawa off the tee. So, and I think when Matthew Wolf finds himself in trouble off the tee, Colin Morikawa's got a real good shot at keeping it playable. Yeah, Colin can put Wolf in the position to hit the good iron shots. My I think big they're worry, really good mix. My big worry is just like a DQ at the Masters. Is that is that as influential to a player as? going deep and hitting it on the water on 12. Like, is it, is it, is this like scar tissue for Matthew Wolf? Are we going to, is it going to take him a bit to recover? No, I think the golf community has probably reached out to him and said, Hey, look, that was dumb. Yeah. They got, they got Abraham answer on this much sand and they got you on a number that they could easily fix. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't fall on Matthew Wolf. We talked about that last week. I still don't get that. Like, what's the point of shotling data if you're not helping the players count their own scores? Yeah. Like or you pull know, out his phone and look. You know that they've driven the ball 342.3 yards. Mm-hmm. You know that they're 162.4 yards to the green <clears throat> to the hole. You know mm-hmm. the next shot is 3.7 inches to the hole, and they put that in, and they you know that that is a plus. 0.08 stroke index gained against the field, but you can't say, Hey Matt, that was a three. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, right. hey Matt, don't write down four. Don't do it. Write down three. <laughs> don't get right. it. I don't get it. Well, and I, uh, you know, I positioned last week that his playing partner has, has every bit of, should have feel every bit of guilt in yeah. In that as possible. Um, all right, so that'll be fun. All right, well, I'll give you my prop bet. I've got yeah. I've got the winning team winning by four or more strokes. It's gonna be is, a blowout. Is it points or is it strokes? Point. It, it might be. No, it's strokes. Okay, I'll take that. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. The winning good. team wins by four. Four or more. Yeah. Okay. Because I I don't want to run into the issue where they win by five and you're like uh uh-uh. uh. So this is like <laughs> I, I so I expected like a few of my other groups to get picked. Mm-hmm. And they Danny Danny Willette is paired with Terrell Hatton. They don't have a chance. What what should my so my long shot was going to be Justin Suh and Doug Gim basically like top twenty. You want that? Doug Gim out of Oregon, ha- like hasn't really shown up, but I feel like these are like they're in that's they're sort of in like the junior class that nobody paid attention to because the sophomore class is so good. Yeah. Um. Like I'm not surprised that he's here. He's got an NCAA championship. Uh, I think he did it the honest way. I think he went through the Web.com or the Corn Ferry Tour. He's here now. He's doing pretty well. I'd like to see him do well enough to sort of stay on tour next year. And, and keep it going. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Willett and Hatton make the cut. It's either one or equal, I think, to be honest with you. No, no. So what I want, I want to do long shot as Justin Sa and Doug Gim top 20. Uh-huh. And then you want to take Willett and Hatton miss the cut, and I'll take them making the cut. For bonus? Yeah. All right. Yeah. How, um, how much fun is it betting against a Masters winner? It's amazing. Make cut. Would you and rather then, be Would you rather be Danny Willett or Paige Spiernak? Danny Willett. So. <laughs> um. All right. Let me give you my long shot. My long shot is Doc Redman, and um, we got the red. <laughs> I'm sorry, I read it. Uh, we got the Redmond Rider group. Um, I got him going T15 as the long shot. So okay. above average. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. All right. I dig it. All right. And I've got Willette and Hatton miss the cut. You've got him making the cut for the bonus. Yeah. Hopefully this I, is a no cut event. No, it's a cut event. <laughs> 33 in ties, Ben. 33 in ties. I already said it. All right. All righty. I love it. That's it. So I've got Ryan Palmer, Bubba Watson, and Scotty Scheffler. Is there a uh, behind and John Rom. I hope not. There's a tornado behind you. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What's I think going it's just a here. weird shadow. Yeah, we still got to figure this out. It looks good. Yeah. We're doing all right. Something's going on. Uh, so anyways, much fun editing all this green screen tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm not reading all these out. This is four times the amount of names we typically read. Anyways, yeah. you've heard our picks. Yep. Root, Take them, leave them. We usually win. Sometimes we don't, but that's fine. Ooh, uh, a problem going on here, huh? Yeah, I think it's just having a hard time. <laughs> right uh, um, um, yeah, any, anything fun for you in golf this week before we head out? Uh, nope. Nope, nothing nope. fun. I'm joining a new golf club, so that'll be fun. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm I'm not thrilled with my current golf club and the stuff. That's Sometimes happening. you got to move on. I'm going to move on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the high road. I'm going to move on. Move um, on. Yeah. You guys want to reach out to us. We are Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Yes. And right now, speaking of the Instagram, we have a uh, contest or a giveaway going on. You get a free box of golf balls once we hit 3,000. Uh, followers so just get on there like the post make sure you're following us and tag a buddy who constantly loses their golf balls in the woods um <laughs> don't tag me though i already know it yeah supposed to be <laughs> yeah you're gonna get a, a box you're gonna get 12 uh 12 golf balls of our custom-made golf balls that we took on on tour with us yeah yeah no it's very exciting so go out there, check out our social media. Um, yeah, and it's going to be a good time. That'll be awesome. That'll be so much awesome. So, so we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Swing them out. Swing them out. You've been listening to The Swing Them. Remember, we're just two guys. 28 clubs, zero parts given. Real quiet there for a second. Oh.
the, the button was a bit more sensitive than I thought, so I, I pressed it and then I unpressed it. And then, come on, PGA, LPGA event. How have they not thought of that before? It's because they're dummies. They don't care. They don't care. All right, I'll catch you later, Gunner. All right, I'll see you. Oh, good show, man.